Owners of iRacing's IVRL and the AOLL. Now, here's your host, the Ghostfire Media Network crew. Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of the Ghost Fire Media Podcast. I'm Randy Pepper, alongside the Ghost Fire Media crew. There's Adam Wood. There he is. Carl Henderson. Hot Carl Henderson. There he is. <laughs> and the man that I mess up his name every time, Josh Laston. Thank, thank you for getting it right. It's... Hey, I got I, I will never correct you. <laughs> I, I worked on that a lot. So tonight we got a great show for you, folks. We've got uh, the guys from the IVRL. I believe we have, uh, did we reach out to Greg, Greg, Greg Holt? Greg Holt uh, mm -hmm. said he should be here. I'm waiting for him to okay. pop into it. He's been invited. So. Okay, so Greg Holt will be our ho or our uh, a uh, driver for the IVRL. Tonight he won last uh just a couple of nights ago. So, and then we'll have in uh, Sportsman or actually TNT. Did we get a hold of Tom? Uh, we did not. Tom did not reply to me. You know, I really, you know, Tom, um, I really think there's something about Tom, at least this week. Tom won that race, but I really think that Blake Gordon was behind the wheel of that. <laughs> 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 I will say Tom's had it in him this whole time. He's just had bad luck. Yeah, absolutely. He he's had it bad luck this whole time. So Tom will be uh was going to be our guy for the TNT division. Um did we get a hold of anybody or are we gonna have to talk to uh you two guys? I think you're just gonna have to talk to us and our wonderful snafu that cost us any chance at winning okay so we'll get we'll get to that uh and then we'll uh talk about sportsman with uh josh hanner is that right no josh, josh hanner josh hanner's not will not be into that we have andrew burgess he'll be the one coming in but i thought he's her cup uh he will be he's gonna be cup. here for both okay he's gonna be for both okay so all right so we got both of them and uh those were those will be our guests tonight. So if uh, just joined the uh, show, good to have you along. Hopefully you stay all night, watch the show. Larry Patrick is uh, delayed at this time. He will join us a little later um, and uh, should be fun tonight. So you guys, uh, so what happened with you guys uh, this week? Anything good? Adam? No, nothing good happened to me this week. Not one bit. <laughs> it was a bad week for you, evidently. It's been a terrible week. Uh, I, I hate to see that. I hate to see anybody suffer in their nights. Oh, by the way, Nick Adams is off on leave tonight. I believe he went to the Cheetah Club tonight uh, with a couple guys, and uh, they're <laughs> having some fun. <laughs> so, uh, Does Carl, his wife know is the question. Yeah, I yeah. don't think she knows. Uh, Carl, how was your uh, week? 
Well, I, I think you saw what happened at Daytona. Um, that, we know uh, about that. Let's not talk about that. Let's talk about what's happening in the life of Carl. We don't want to care about racing right now. We're talking about you. Well, I think outside of racing and Ghostfire Media, I don't think there is a life outside of uh, that right now. But uh, uh, everything's great now. I'm, uh, I've had a couple beers, so I'm okay. Okay. Josh, how's it going in your life? Uh, I would like to sleep. That pretty much describes my life right now. You should just because join, it's... join like Joe and just get you know, no sleep and just continue on. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't work for me. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah, everyone's built that way. That's my life. I don't sleep that much. I just, you know, run with the flow. All right. So uh, let's talk about what's happening in the IVRL. So uh, this past week, they uh, ran a crazy race. I get well, it wasn't actually a crazy race. Greg Holt was uh, the man on a mission this uh, last week. I mean, pretty much dominated the whole thing. Uh, I think only a few laps did he not lead. And uh, I believe uh, Greg is in with us tonight. Greg, are you in with What's going us? On? Hey, yeah. there he is. Hey, Greg, good to see you, man. Uh, we hoped you had a camera. I do not have a camera on the computer. I am sorry. Uh, sometimes I, I it's better. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> it is better. I mean, like Causey. Or Randy Pepper. Oh. oh, you know, Benny Parsons said that to me once. He said, you know, you got a great face for radio. And I said, thanks, Benny. Appreciate that. <laughs> oh, so, no, anyways, hilarious. so, uh, Greg, tell us about yourself, you know, your personal life and stuff like that. And then we'll get into the actual, you know, racing this week. Um, uh, I'm 40. I'm from uh, Maine. Um, love the outdoors. Love going to the races. Uh, I'm a service manager. Um, I just enjoy iRacing, you know, it's kind of like my hobby, you know, other you than start? spending my time at the track. How long ago did I start? Yeah. Ooh, I think I started the iRacing part and, or actual racing online in like, oh, four, oh, five. So you've been doing it quite a while. It's been a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, this past week you, uh, pretty much dominated that race and, uh, um, let me see. I think I have the point standings up and I know you guys are all chasing Joseph Causey, which is your teammate. And you are sitting right now in second place. You are a whopping, uh, well, you're just a few laps behind or a few <laughs> laps. A few it was, laps, it was few 90 points. before that race. So yeah, I think I almost cut it in half. Yeah. 54. Now you're back behind him. I mean, what's it going to take to actually beat that guy? Just consistency. Can't have, uh, you know, with the no uh, unlucky runs. I mean, what, I finished in the top two, I think, the last four races. So just got to keep that up. That's what it's going to take. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. You, right now, in the point standings, uh, just a few of you guys have actually qualified. Actually, our uh, other co-host up here adam wood is actually one of those guys you uh you had a great race with adam i i think i remember waving to him out the window as he went by in the last 250 feet of the place yeah it was a terrible night as soon as the as soon as the green flag dropped i got i think in the turn one and my whole entire screen and computer froze i was like son of a bitch and uh i was gone i had to reboot the computer to get back in luckily calls he wrecked and i 
there was only four laps that passed. I was able to hop back out and get back on the track, but uh, I can never get my laps back because uh, the, the race went too clean the whole entire time. So four of you guys are actually qualified right now for the, the chase. You've got Joseph Ozzie, Greg Holt, Thomas Carino, and Adam right now. The only four guys qualified, uh, like guaranteed spots. Is it and Will Cannon locked? Uh, oh, yeah, I did. I did mess with it. I missed uh, Will. Will's there, yes. It's not Thomas Carino's Will. Um, Will is actually in fifth place in the points. Uh, Patrick Gaspar is third. So um, unless something crazy happens, you know, those guys won't make it. But Will Cannon, yeah, the ass cannon is uh, there. <laughs> you guys, uh, it's funny. It, you, I don't know if you guys, uh, our other co-hosts up here, know much about all these guys. They have these different names for their teammates. You want to explain that to these guys? Oh, uh, well, yeah, we just have a bunch of nicknames. Uh, we're not allowed to talk about Causey's <laughs> nickname after the last week's lap one spin, but that's okay. But we call Will Cannon the ass cannon. Uh, Joshua Gathright is Joshua, amongst many other names. But yeah, no, there's uh, we we have a group called Performance Sim Sport that we race in the A Opens and stuff, which is, I was actually practicing for the NIS Open tonight um, and forgot what time it was. So, uh, yeah, but there's a... I think there's like eight or nine of us that are all part of like the same group that run the um, open stuff together that are actually in that league that came on this year. How does that compare to like running the IVRL? Well, uh, this past Wednesday, I was in the top split NIS open and it had uh, Ray Alfala, Garrett Maines, and I finished, I think I was either sixth or seventh. So yeah, it's it's a little bit stiffer competition. Um, yeah, there were two cars that beat though, me, right? and that was open setups. There was only two cars in front of me that beat me that weren't pro. Wow. That's pretty good. It was all right. That's also a great way to get yourself better and take the fight back to the IVRL guys. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, it's fun. I mean, but the open stuff is what we mostly have, or what I have mostly spent most of my time doing, except for in the leagues. You know, we get to hang out and have a lot of fun and little more relaxed versus being in that where you can cause something and get somebody that is somebody really pissed off at you, I guess. You know what I mean? So is there, you think there's a lot of bickering bat bantering going on in the IVRL? Not as much the last couple of weeks. Uh, I think, you know, it's, uh, I mean, I've run in like four different leagues, so you get people that are running, you know, there you get you get a bunch of competitive guys together, and something happens, and you know it is what it is until after the race, so you get a real chance to look at it. You know, tempers flare. I think it's it's calmed down the last couple of weeks, the last three or four weeks. It's been all right. Uh, I think uh, the Richmond race was our turnaround race. Uh, the the Martinsville race was the most chaotic. Bristol, everybody was kind of vocal there, but it was kind of expected for that one because it was the first dirt race most people have ever raced, and. Uh, Especially coming there in the in the cup car and then uh, Martinsville, good God, that was just a, just a shit show all the way around uh, from lap uh, half a lap in, and then uh, but Richmond the following week. I mean, we've had some really good clean racing ever since uh, Richmond, Talladega, and now Kansas. Uh, I, I wish I would have had a little bit better uh, 
shot at Kansas, and my computer didn't want to take a shit right as we went green. <laughs> yeah, you, uh, it was surprising you, Adam, because we were sitting, we, were, we didn't even realize you were gone until like a few laps in. I looked down and went, Adam didn't start the race. Where's Adam? And uh, then realized that you were just logging back in. Yeah, it was terrible. Uh, you know, it's been at that point. It's been about forty something minutes. You know, doing practice while the warm up, gridding, and then as soon as the green flag drops, it just decides to go black and then just hang. And I had to uh, hold down the power reset to actually get it to turn off. And then, uh, yeah, it kind of sucked. Uh, we just waited all that time. Uh, I debated on coming back in. Actually, I was like, man, it's going to suck to ride around. But I was able to go from I think twenty fourth at dead last to I think fifteenth riding around. So picked up quite a few spots. Yeah. I, I thought you did really well there, considering you were so far down. Yeah, I mean, where I was running on the track, I would have finished at least ninth, and that's and I wasn't being competitive. I was four laps down. I wasn't trying to race anybody hard, and uh, I just wanted to just finish the night out. So any time I got around anybody, you know, I let them go, and I only pushed my luck whenever I was actually, I was way faster than them. And at one point, I know. I tried to let the number eight car go for a while because uh, he was ahead of me in laps. But then Will, uh, then Greg started to come on. I was like, well, time to go. And I saw it past him and tried, tried to stay in front of Greg so I wouldn't go another lap down. But uh, he finally caught up to me. And then it, it works out because that was just one lap less I had to race. Yeah, Greg, you uh, you were definitely on a mission. Is it, I mean, that track really kind of dictated itself to you, to you. but how do you think things how do you think things would have been if Causey did not wreck on the first lap? Um it probably would have gone, you know, much the same. I mean, him and the, the reality is like him and Willis and me and Christian and Josh and you know some of the other guys that are in there are on the same skill level. It's just that you know uh, you get one guy that you have to worry about like Willis or you get two of them it makes a difference because one can sit back behind and watch the other one race the crap body and then capitalize. And I've raced with Willis enough to know that he was just running me ragged to try to burn my stuff up. And unfortunately, it worked uh, reverse and he burned his stuff up and I didn't burn mine up. So, yeah, I mean, it would it probably would have been a little tougher with Causey there. But I mean, I'm serious. Me and Causey race and Will and, you know, we race each other four times a week. So. We just know, and we ultimately we don't. This is the only one that we're actually on a team on. You know what I mean? I grabbed him and Christian, so I didn't have to race against them. Finally, <laughs> I was like, "Crap!" And then then Kazi goes out and wins because he don't have to race against me. I'm like, crap! <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 great way. Uh, you know, <laughs> forming teams. So at least now I know what they're thinking in Discord. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. No, I think it worked against me. <laughs> He helped them and showed them the way around the track on some, at least to Causey. I mean, Causey had said at, at the start of the, the, uh, the, you know, the season, he had said, he goes, no, Greg Holt's going to be the one. He's going to be the one to watch. He kept saying your name and we kept waiting and waiting for something really to happen. And, you know, it's, it, it, you've always been right there, but you haven't been able to push through and be dominant. And this week you just, were that guy. I think Causey was there with you. Yeah, no, well, that's the thing. I mean, a little luck one way or the other. A couple of those races might have gone different ways, but you get damaged, no quick repairs, 
all it takes is somebody else to make a mistake, then you just happen to be there and you're done. Yeah. You know, and 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 30 seconds of damage and that pretty much ruins your ch- any chance that you had of winning against other people who can run the same lap times as you, you know? Yeah, so. absolutely. So, so how do you guys what, okay, go ahead, Josh. So speaking on the luck aspect of all of this, we actually had a question amongst the comments. So you've just had some bad luck throughout the season, but had top twos over the past few races. Have you done anything different or has just your luck changed? Try to be patient and do everything I can to keep the car clean. I mean, the more time you can spend at the front of this thing, the better off you are, you know, um, that's, and that's really it. I mean, if I can stay around guys that I race with weekly, it's predictable. You know what they're going to do. If I'm back in 17th and I got to race my way back through the field, like even at Martinsville, you just, you, you, you don't know some, some, some of the people, you know, there's a whole bunch of different skill sets. So yeah, I mean, my luck's changed, but I've also tried to take care of my stuff a little more instead of being so aggressive, just, you know, so, Except Kansas, you, so you're out front. You, I just tried to run. How did with you it. take care of your tires? Uh, I tried to follow you as soon as you passed me because I ran most of the high line, middle of the high line, trying to save my tires so I could come together near the end. And it did. I started catching people, you know, last like 15 laps or so of the run. But I noticed whenever you were coming at me in my mirror for like 10, 15 laps or so, I mean, you're just hooking the bottom line every single lap. Uh, I mean, I know you kind of like start in arc a little bit later and then hook the hook the bottom one later. But I mean, how, how are you able to save your tires by also running the low line, which is killing your tires? Throttle control. You'd think the low line's killing your right front, but it's really eating up the right rear, and the top line's eating the right front. Um, so it's really just steering with the throttle versus with the steering wheel. The less turning you're doing from the center off of the corner the more you're saving that right front. And then in the fixed setups, that's what the name of the game is. Uh, I, I want more work towards the uh, middle to high lane for most of the practice session, trying to figure that one out. And then uh, didn't really bother with the bottom line because I figured that was the aggressive line to try and take. And then, you know, my scenario of me uh, being where I was at four laps down from the get go, I, I wasn't trying to push anything. I just wanted to see what the, uh, overall effect would be for the long run on the top by uh, gearing up for my race on Sunday and another league. And then I noticed as you came by me, you'll run the bottom. And I, I tried to mirror your laps for a couple laps. I was hanging in there with you, and then you just started to pull away finally the last, like, two laps or so. Yeah, it's – I mean, I've got a ton of laps on that place this week. I mean, we've we've been working on a setup for about a week and a half for Kansas. Um but yeah, we and like I said, when we were running laps in the fixed setup when we were practicing, I just I know that the set previously in the previous seasons, it used to just be a train on the top. And you'd run the bottom for four or five laps and then everybody would jump to the top. And that's just what you had to do, and it was a struggle to get by anybody. In the fixed setup this year, it's a little bit looser, and you'll see that there's a I I thought there in a couple of times that the split wasn't as big for the right front as it, you know what I mean? As it had been like the right front typically was wearing off way, way, way more. And it's not as much, but you, you really do. If you're running that top line, you're and you're flat footing it. You can use it to get by people to get that run coming out to, to set up your pass going into one and two, but I'd run the bottom as much as I can. And just don't, I mean, you, don't, 
you had a huge lead there at the end. I mean, uh, I think it was Josh that was behind you in second place. I mean, he, he there's a large gap there. Yeah, no, it, Will, Willis burned me up the first section. <laughs> but Joshua, jo, Josh was there. Yes, I was glad it was Josh and not somebody else. I could take care of my stuff a little better. Yeah, you got run. Uh, at one point, definitely had a little run there. Uh, but And we were wondering if you're going to chew your tires up doing that. But you, you just kept going. So. Well, the arrow, and I knew Willis knows that. We've done it. We did. He did this to me when we were at Phoenix earlier in the year. Um, Causey was out front, I think, and I was in second, and Willis was in third. And on a restart, Willis got a jump, and he got to the outside of me, and and like I just, you know, there was nothing I could do. He boxed in behind him, and he did it to get around me so that I couldn't just ride behind Causey and save my stuff to attack him at the end. And at these tracks in this new build in the car, the arrow on it, I mean, if you do enough of it, you'll notice if you ride behind somebody, you can chew up the right rear. Like, it's just, that's just what it is. And then if you're behind somebody in at Kansas in three and four, you're going to, and they run the top line and you're running the top line, you better be on the brakes because there's probably a good chance you're going in the wall if you're too close because the car's just going to tighten up on you. Well, I mean, the, so what? the air taking off of you is just killer there. And plus, I mean, you're following behind them. You're picking up that extra speed going in the corner too. You're drafting off of them, so you're entering at two to three miles an hour faster than what you're normally at. So your braking and your slowdown points have to change, and if you don't, uh, that's another reason why you're going the wall if you're running that high, that high line. Yep. So, no, agreed. Hey, Greg, tell us a little bit about your rig that you actually run. You know, in the uh, IVRL, I, I, I'd love to know like what everybody is running. Like, are you running VR? What are you doing? I have a Acer 24-inch monitor that uh, is probably like, I don't know, it's got to be five, six years old. Um, I have a set of Fanatec V3 pedals, and I have an AccuForce V2 wheel that I had just got at the very beginning of the season. Another V2 um, owner. You lean on uh, Will Cannon, because I know he's got one as well. We got one at the exact same time is right. what happened. I got mine. Actually, we ordered them three days apart at Christmas. He got his, and then mine took an extra four weeks to come in. Uh, mine took like, uh, I think, 15 weeks, 15, 16 weeks to come in there. I did the summer last year. And then uh, I saw Will post up a couple of weeks ago up on, on one of the AccuForce forums. And I was like, don't help this many's my competition. <laughs> Yeah, no, we've, I mean, we lean on each other. I mean, we, we learn something, we figure it out, we pass it back and forth. But yeah, I mean, there's so much in the wheels to learn and to figure out and that you could use that. I mean, I haven't even touched the surface of it, you know? Wow. So, uh, like, I mean, what do you do? Like stuff to find out you like in the AOL, we all have a couple guys that we all go, gravitate to for, to answer questions about anything. Is there anybody that you use as a mentor to learn anything new? No. You're past I that mean, stage? I, 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 well, with the people, I mean, there are some people that like we pass stuff back and forth. I mean, but there's, I mean, I came, I used to race with uh, like uh, F5, and then a bunch of us left, and we went to go to Legacy with Boyd Hogan. Um, I, like for the wheel stuff, there were a couple people that previously had had them that I like had hit up and asked some questions.
but really after, you know, that was a week after I had the wheel and I was hoping they had some kind of magic key to figure it out. And unfortunately the things that they were doing were the things that in a week we had already learned ourselves. I, I um, so mine, really, I got mine like right as the update for cloud tuning just came out. Like it, it came out like a week before the, my wheel showed up. So I was a happy man that I didn't have to go through and learn all the fine tuning and, uh, manual method of trying to create a profile for each car. I mean, we could still do that, but the cloud tuning takes it to a whole new level of uh, easiness for uh, new guys on that uh, Sim Commander software. Ex explain that a little bit, Adam. So, like, people that don't know what you're talking about, setting up for different types of cars and stuff, so, I mean, explain what that is. So, uh, AccuForce wheels come with uh, Sim Commander software. It's a beast. There's so many different parameters. You can have front suspension, rear suspension, uh, foundation. You can have all the different random feedbacks in the world that you ever wanted from a car. This software gets you. And prior to cloud tuning, it had, like, you had to go in and build a profile. So if you wanted to run uh, the Ford Cup Mustang, you'd have to build a profile for that and load it whenever you went into it. If you wanted, you swapped over to Xfinity and so forth, the truck, the Arca. Anything that you had, you had to build a profile for it. Well, what they ended up doing is they created cloud tuning for, for it. They grab everybody's telemetry that's ever raced the car as a whole, and everybody else was able to, you know, they're able to generate the data necessary that would be perfect for that car. And then you can go in and fine-tune it from there. So they give you a really, really great base to build off of and move forward. Huh. That's really interesting. And, and uh, Greg, you, you use the same thing? Like you have setups for different things? Uh, I'm, I, I use cloud tuning to get my baseline for every track. To, like uh, with cloud tuning, so the Sim Commander, as you turn laps, it logs the telemetry from it. Um, so I use the cloud tuning on a track that I haven't been to or if I'm going there with the new setup and will run a handful of laps and I will choose the best run lap and then go build my own profile based off of that because um, it has a telemetry tuning that you can do off from a single lap. So that is that is how I go about doing mine. I do use the cloud tuning, but not to run in a race, no. Well, I, okay. I tell you what, uh, I had to drop the uh, steering uh Hour from uh, I think it, when we did Bristol Dirt, I normally run about 75 80 percent strength and I drop it down to like 50 percent so I can be able to tow that car around because anything above that it was just killing my arms uh, and just couldn't get the reaction time for it on the dirt. Nope, agreed. Um, I had to do the same thing, um, but yeah, I mean, uh, like I everybody runs some different stuff, and like I said, there's so many settings in that thing to figure out and use that. I've only touched a couple of them other than the basic ones, you know, but that software I was using uh, IRFFB before when I was uh, running the other, other, uh, the fan, uh, yeah, the Fanatec wheel, the CSL elite that I had. Larry just Are came up that? with a new one that, or he, he just stumbled on another one. He's been running IRFFB for a while. What's the new one you're running now, Larry? No, that's, that's it, uh, IFFRB with uh, VJoy. That was what Joe had suggested. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only way you can run it. And it's that the only right way you there, run it. yeah, that, that completely changed. I got the CSW, uh, and I, I tell you what, the force feedback on that just is insane now. And 
You really do. It, the, the response time is so much quicker now. It's amazing. Have you felt the sus- front suspension in the car change when you have it set right? Yeah, you can everything. actually feel the load of the left front tire from the right front tire swap. Because well, I'm, I, 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 I had just got that, and I'd had it for three weeks before my new wheel came in, and I had the hardest time because, like, for the first time, I had got the wheel dialed in the way that I wanted it, and I was like, oh. I'm literally saving, you know, 5% more tire in the same run than I was previously on the right front in the feel of the car. Like I could just, I knew when I could get back on the throttle in the center of the corner, I could feel it in the wheel. Like it was, wasn't a guessing game anymore. I could literally feel it. And it took me, you know, I had this wheel sitting here in the box for a week before running the other one. And I was like, all right, I got to try it. At least make sure, you know, I just spent a thousand bucks on the dang thing. I got to use it. So I finally, finally gave it up. And now this thing's just so much smoother. Yeah. It's a game changer that, that it's amazing what that one program did. And I've, I've only ran one race with it so far, but it's, it's, it's night and day difference without it. Agreed. All right, so uh, Greg, we always ask a every guest on here. Uh, you guys are running Darlington this week, and I re- I I know what your answer is because you've already pretty much told me who is going to be the guy to beat. Who do you think is going to win coming up this week? The one who doesn't hit turn three, four wall. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or overdrive turn two and smack it coming out of turn two. We yeah, know the yeah. majority of the people in this podcast would not win the race then. <laughs> yeah. I, I smacked the shit out of turn twos while every single race. Yeah, I, I called Scott Williams uh, at the end of the last race. I'm going to stick with it. If he shows up, if he ha- if he can actually make the race, um, Scott's a really good, consistent driver. And, you know, I, I know I'm not bad at Darlington. I know Causey's not bad. I don't think Christian's ever raced there. Um. Does but, that really matter with him? Eh, some of the places. <laughs> it's a place, you know, Christian's, Christian's really, really good. Uh, he's he's dominant a lot of the places, but the places where you got to break a lot more, it's uh, instead of saving tires on the throttle. Little, little, He's, he's still going to be one of the top two or three. I don't know if he's going to be the most dominant one there on it. And that place, if you haven't run a ton of laps on it, good luck going out and figuring out in an hour of practice beforehand. Yeah, definitely. So, man, we'd like to uh, thank you for coming on and joining us, and uh, congratulations on the win last week. And we look forward to watching you once again in the RVRL Butt Kicker uh, series this week. And uh, good luck on winning that Butt Kicker at the end of this season. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, it was a pleasure, and it's uh, always fun to listen to Ghostfire Media Podcast and to watch the uh, replay of the uh races that you guys have uh, AOLL and uh, IVRL. Well, thanks for watching. We do appreciate it. And we'll see you next week, man. All right. Thanks. All right. So uh, our regular host is in the uh, channel now. Larry was uh, out on assignment with uh, his uh, family. <laughs> and well, so I'm we are going his to... family, apparently. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, kind of. Kind it, of. Well, it, shouldn't have, it shouldn't have been like that. But uh, unfortunately, I have a first sergeant that's leaving the unit. And he was in class all day. So I actually went with my daughters to try to get his data moved off his computer. So when he goes to his new unit and it just took way longer than it should have. So unfortunately we didn't get to dinner till super late. So I rushed everybody rush ate, bashed a beer real quick and then hauled ass home. 
after a beer stop. Um, by the way, uh, the guys that like to make fun of me when I drink my Mick Ultra make fun of this. What is that? Uh, a yingling? It's yeah, yingling I, light. It's not oh. yingling light. It's lager. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, light. You can't yeah, yeah. drink another Miller Light, and, buddy. And, I and, will. And, and if, you're, <laughs> if you're from Pennsylvania, you just you don't even call it uh, yingling. It's just, it's just lager up there. Fair enough. So I got I got home as soon as I could. Okay, well, we're uh, getting ready to do the TNT division, so uh, I'm going to hand the reins off to you, and I'll just sit here and listen. Hey, I'm not running the show. I'm, I ain't got the controls. Who's running the show? Is it Adam or is it yeah, John? Adam has Adam. controls on everything. All tonight. right, Adam, let's get a commercial break before we kick over to uh, TNT, shall we? Sounds good. The AOLL Racing League began racing in the early 90s with Papyrus' NASCAR Racing and has grown over the decades now racing on the iRacing platform. The AOLL has three divisions, the TNT Series Developmental Division for our beginners and those getting back into racing, the Cup Series for our veterans and Class A licensed drivers, the Sportsman Division racing the Gander Outdoor Trucks with drivers from the TNT and Cup Series. You can catch all of the AOLL action here on Ghostfire Media. Well, I'm assuming we're back now. Yes. We are. Uh, <laughs> it's a little weird when you're not on the controls. Um, all right, just to say, can we skip over the green flag pit stops, please? I'm still mad at all of you about it. <laughs> I it, that is well deserved. I, I, um, my, my teammate so, blames it on Nick. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> <laughs> and well, he's not we're, here to we're defend himself. Thank. Well, I I feel kind of bad. He's not a hey, um. So I, I want to start out with saying that we wanted to get uh the winner on here tonight. Um. Unfortunately, never heard back from him. So he was partying too hard after the win, and uh, we couldn't even get him in for an interview. We couldn't even get him in for an interview. Um, I, I want to apologize that it, we it was so last minute that we didn't think we or we just found out that we couldn't get him. That uh, we weren't able to invite Gene. So Gene, if you're listening, if you do listen, man, sorry that we didn't get that invite to you. Let me uh, see that, if he's actually that on. That would have come out to you. Um, if you are listening or watching, you want to pop in, man, let us know. Um, but either which way, we're going to talk about just a wonderful... Well, let's actually, let, let's talk about the winners last night. Because for me, it's one of the more amazing things and one of the things I love about the TNT. Who, who was the winner? Tom. Tom Stevens yet so yeah for anybody that did not watch it was Tom Stevens we we're, we're just okay yeah and, let's, that's let's just talk about it. we had Tom Stevens finish first uh Gene Watkins in the second these guys both these guys I will I'll go on the record that we were talking during the broadcast and I actually said wouldn't it be great to see these guys win a race this season so we can talk more about these guys and what happened they finished first and second it, it was like the most amazing thing, but I'm still I'm still sticking to my thought that no, Brett Gordon was driving that car. <laughs> <laughs> hey, sorry about no, that. You don't, he he wouldn't be the one driving the car, especially considering we're talking about a restrictor track. I know. I'm just kidding. But <laughs> no, just seeing those two with how many different winners we've had in the TNT. I mean, how 
it took us what seven weeks last season before we had a repeat winner, and yeah. this season we, with the exception of the random alien that we had in there for a little while, we've had three different winners out of four weeks. Yeah, yeah. And I, I just want to point out one thing about the uh, whole thing with Tom. Um, Josh was so excited on the radio before it happened. I thought he was about to start crying. Um, he was, uh, he was thrilled. I don't, I think Josh was happier with Tom winning than if he had won or if one of his teammates had won. Sorry, Carl. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's, it is what I've loved about this. And Tom's been with us for a while, but if we look at Gene coming in second, Gene, right after he joined the league, he ran a few races in our winter series and I think it was even after the second race, he started reaching out to a bunch of us mm-hmm. to ask, okay, what can I do to get better? I last season, I think it was before South Boston, probably spent about an hour trying to help him get things a little bit tightened up and a little bit better on track. And we look at it's paid off. And that's what makes me happy about it is Tom's been running. He, towards the tail end of the legend season, he was showing true pace. He was showing that he is worthy of at least consideration for moving up. And again, it just makes me really happy to see all these guys doing better, getting the recognition for the hours that they're putting in to get better. And it's what the TNT is all about. Well, I think, I think it's one of those things like you're going to see, like assume that Tom doesn't get promoted uh, after this uh, year. You know, I think it's going to be one of those things where you see like me, you, Chris, uh, uh, you know, Cody and Tim weren't involved then and and, uh, the Endeavor guys, but um, we, we were, we were mid pack guys last season and we kind of moved up to being, you know, kind of, you know, at least a, front half of the pack uh this uh this year and i mean that could be the position that tom guys like tom and gene are in uh for next year they might be the guys that are leading uh the the tnt group next year well all right let me be a debbie downer real quick all right first off one of the luckiest wins i've ever seen getting to an early retina no, i'm just kidding uh <laughs> <laughs> hey I, I i'm just just messing around um no dude i mean it i know we talked about it that it was Daytona is like an equalizer. I think I like it liken it to dirt, right? Restrictor plate racing is an equalizer. Um, Some of it has to do with skill. Some of it has to do with luck. And some of it has to do with uh, a lot of it. I'd say a lot of it luck, right? I mean, you guys were talking before the race and said, should we come in early? You know, it didn't even register me with TNT pit stops. You guys normally don't do them, right? Yeah, and, Mike had to let us know about that. Remember? Yeah, yeah, and, and and well, and I'm in I'm in the team chat, and these guys are talking strategy at like while I'm at work. Okay, so I'm sitting there on in my chair, scrolling through this and going, "Fuck these!" What? Set my phone down and didn't even think about it. And what ends up happening is is an incident that happens early to him, puts him into the pits. And he's not having to stop for fuel under green flag conditions, right? So, again, Daytona, that ultimate equalizer, where sometimes a little luck just goes a long way with that A little bad luck actually gave him luck in the long run. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. But at the end of the day, I mean, 
you it was a beautifully done job by him uh i do want to i wanted to point out that it cracks me up uh, a comment that he had left on one of the posts and it says thanks everyone i didn't know six was a lap down though i, I thought i was racing for the lead at that point <laughs> we, we were we're me and larry were sitting there going what the hell is he he's, he's trying to lose his race because <laughs> we thought he was good he almost did wreck tim i mean he was like this close to wrecking tim and himself and we're like He's gonna wreck this thing and lose it on the last lap. And, and but, but I say one thing to Tom's credit as well is you know we talk about sure Daytona is kind of a, almost a random race, a great equalizer. But last year, I'm not confident Tom would have avoided uh, wrecking Tim there. Um, I, you know, you know, Gene, you know, Josh brought up the winter series. We raced at Phoenix in the IndyCar. And I, I remember coming around the first lap of Phoenix, first race he was in, and I was like, is this, is this guy moving? Like, he, he was so far on the outside, so slow. Um, but he's gotten better. He's gotten so much better, and it's been a fun, really fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, that, that's, that, I mean, that's for sure. Um, like I said, it, it, was, it was an awesome race. It was cool. Uh, it threw me and Randy for a loop how well that high line was working. Um, which was remarkable. Uh, I don't, I can't tell you how many times though I've wanted to slap every living daylights out of you guys. I just, it, no offense, how disorganized that low line looked. So, it just seemed like nobody wanted to push each other. Which, well, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. That early in the race, yes. I, and I mentioned it multiple times. I wouldn't be up somebody's tail end that early in the race, but, uh, you guys were just, it just didn't seem like, I, I can't tell you how many times I looked and Nick was like three cars back. And I'm like, well, and, and, and a lot of times Nick was having to back off really far because I was having to let off because uh, Cody was blinking really bad, which I think you guys saw. We, enough, um, yeah. we got yeah, a really bad server last night Yeah, to where even before the race, Blake was running with us like he always does to make us feel bad about our lap times. <laughs> uh, but I was blinking. That does. That's. I've never heard anyone call me out for blinking before. Yeah, yeah. So and... I, I was, I was, so I was, I was trying to give Cody plenty of space there, and every time he blinked, I'd back off a little bit, and that would cause you know uh, Nick, who again we're trying to be conservative, so Nick would back off even way more. Um, so right, it was you know it's one of those things like you know, we're hoping like you know it's early in the race, like hopeful that maybe the blinking will get under control, and you know, and it eventually did. Uh, unfortunately. Uh, Cody was way behind me at that point because of issues getting off pit road. So, well, um, didn't help issues of you guys getting on pit road, which is what we're going to talk about next. All right. All right. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. What? So, going to ignore it? Just preface this. It's all Nick's fault. There we go. No, next. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Nick wouldn't be here to. So first, I want I want to start with Josh. Josh, what happened, man? And so, I asked this because I heard you were in the grass. Yes, I was. I think we were all in the grass at some. We point. all were, and it was honestly. I think we only really thought about pitting when we did a, about a lap early. So it wasn't something that we'd been planning. We had gotten both of the Endeavor guys in front of us, so it was. Well, may as well go ahead, go in, because we know everybody's going to have to make a trip in at least once. We 
Nick was up on the high line, so I told everybody I was going to lay off a little bit to give him room to get down so we didn't have him hung out to dry. And I'm not going to blame Nick per se for my fault. I'm going to blame my hardware. (laughs) Did did your wheel fall off? (laughs) (laughs) My wheel fell off! The back of the chair fell off? You couldn't slam on the brakes? No, it's the pedals, the software didn't recognize them, so I was on the weakest of the uh, response settings. So even with me having my brake pedal to the floor, it didn't even lock up. Well, you don't want it to lock up, but hey. I couldn't get it even close to that point. I, that's why you guys got to see me in my VR headset before I we started this, is I was trying to get it dialed in to where I could at least get it to lock up at some point. <laughs> all but, right, Carl, what'd you do, man? Well, my, my excuse is, uh, well, first of all, I just want to say I, I disagree with you about it not being Nick's fault. Um, I've already uh, <laughs> kicked him out of closed circuit racing. Uh, Nick is no longer a member. Uh, no. Um, so, so first, first of all, you know, we, we, we were we were kind of in a position where we were, um, you know, we were on the inside, and that was the only advantage we really had on the inside because, again, they, they the outside was doing really well. Is we thought, okay, Josh had way less fuel mileage than. The guys behind him did because he was in front. We could, we could ask him. He was like way lower than we were. So we assumed that Sean Carmody was also in the same position, but he wasn't going to pit by himself. So he had to have his whole team. So we're like, we're just going to run out here and hold them hostage. They, they can't come down. Eventually, Sean Carmody is going to have to come down by himself. And then we can pit the lap after, something like that. Um, but then once Sean was able to get up in front of Josh and, and get around them, they, they started kind of controlling the pace there. So we couldn't do that anymore. So I was like, let this pit. And, and for me, um, I, I had pitted. I had practiced reflex pitting a ton. Like I knew exactly. There was an exact spot on the uh, the uh, track that I knew exactly where I needed to start braking. And we were following in so close, trying to keep together, that I missed my mark. I, I couldn't see it. So I was like, I'm just depending on these guys and just all yeah, of them. You saw our crappiness. And and actually, I, I watched the replay. I actually think I braked enough. Um, I was slow enough, I think, but I still just followed uh cody <laughs> i still just follow him into the grass i think i was slow enough that i could have turned down and been fine because the grass because i heard them saying like oh no what are you doing i was like oh crap that isn't good <laughs> and then next thing i know i'm in the grass as well so um yeah we, we learned a lot there about you know we should be, how, how we should enter pit road what an embarrassment to josh hanner and myself well <laughs> hanner didn't tell us how to do it right until afterwards <laughs> you got you got a stagger yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what we well, got well, out of we that. We tried doing that as uh, we tried doing that on Sunday night, and we we messed that one up. Uh, I think Randy sped. Uh, somebody else. No, sped. I, I, yeah, I sped. I was, I followed you in, but for some reason, I still went too fast. So I don't know. Whenever I enter a pit road, especially if I'm coming in just a little bit hotter, I drop ten miles an hour below than what the actual speed limit is because it's an average. So if you hit it at 58 miles an hour, drop down to 45 and then build yourself back up to 55. I do that every single time I come in the pit road too hot. And uh, it saves my bacon more than once uh, to be able to do it like that. I heard that analogy in a long time. Saved my bacon. Damn right. I've never heard (laughs) that thing in my life. I've heard it. I've heard it. But, you know... But again, we look at it this way. We screwed up. There's a reason why we are in the development league. 
and we have to learn these lessons hard sometimes. Well, and I mean, at the end of the day, it, it, it's the first green flag pit stop in that series. You know what I mean? That it, trial and error, right? Like, it, you know, now I, and I, and I it have a question. It also doesn't help that you're coming in hot at 190 miles an hour. Well, but- I, I digress on that because as much as like when we all pitted together in the cup series, I run their pace until a certain point. I'm not getting a speeding penalty. These guys can go sliding in. They can lock up their brakes. They can go as fast as they want. My car is going to be under 55 miles an hour by the time I hit that but, line because I'm but, not going to chance but, it. But what did he do? He he left his tires checked. So, uh, well, that I thought it was un- – <laughs> I thought crew chief heard me on that one. So, But, I mean, if I didn't, if I didn't, guess what? Him going in and as hot as he always does, and it works out really well for him, and that's his method of doing it, I'm not comfortable doing it. We would have probably come out at the exact same time. I guarantee we would have came out the exact same time because I was right behind. I was behind them enough to where I, if I wouldn't have took those two tires, I'd have been behind them and then in the drive. I just didn't know what so. happened. I, I think I came in either fourth or fifth on mine, and I came out first. And I was like, and I had to slow down to catch, let Johnny catch, and then another. Then we, me and him both, then had to slow down, let Hannah and uh, Marshall catch up to us. So. We out of the four of the eight people. That's well, I mean, we only caught four of the eight people coming out of pit road. And, uh, I think you and Randy and Brian got caught up with uh, pit road penalties. I don't. I can't remember what happened to Rick. Uh, and you, I, I, I did tires. not get a pit road. I did not get a pit road penalty. It was literally those two tires. And when I came out, I like I said, if I hadn't taken those two tires, I was over the radio going, "Slow down, guys! Please slow down, slow down!" So I'm, I'm behind you. I could see you, but I mean, at the end of the day, they couldn't slow down for me. It would have cost them. So yeah, I mean, the two tires a, did catch me. It, it cost us a lot just for me to slow down to get catch Johnny and Josh and uh, Marshall. Exactly. Because so, uh, our our fearless Blake and Justin worked marvelous together, and. Uh, those two cars outdid our four car team. Uh, when we Justin, came you disappoint me that you worked with Blake so well. <laughs> yes, you, you really did. Uh, you really pissed me off. Uh, and I, <laughs> I thought I thought we were going to have it, dude. We had a, we led that whole entire race, but that's a come a little bit later. We'll talk about what's happening here. Absolutely, and and, and like I said, you know, when it comes down to it, that's a learning curve for you guys, and you guys got to figure out what's comfortable for you guys. You know, there's no right or wrong way of doing it, and. You know, but man, uh, you, guys, admit, you guys, you guys, that was the wrong way of doing it. I was, we know I am. <laughs> I will be the first to admit I am unbelievably aggressive going into the pits most of the time. We know because 90% of the time I'm not going to get a speeding penalty. And I hate myself after I get them, but I'd live with it. So, so Larry, just out of curiosity, we're talking practice and stuff. Uh, when you were in TNT series last year, did you ever have to make a green flag pit stop? I didn't think so. Um, so yeah, I, I think. Let, let's let's throw this gauntlet down. The TNT is shaping up significantly, and we're really making it to where we're kind of fun to watch these days. I think the TNT series is the fun series to watch. I I tell you what, I, I enjoy calling the truck race with Carl, but I I love the TNT series. I love calling it with Randy. Randy's a fantastic co-host, but man, some of the racing and you know, getting back to the whole Daytona thing, we didn't see the winners coming at all. Like, and that's what you're getting out of the TNT series, and it was fantastic. I mean, 
just again uh, the run from Tom Stevens, the run from freaking Gene Watkinson was remarkable. It, and also that that there was there at the end we did it also Tim St. Gene was involved in that as well, and then he had that late uh, race incident uh, there. I mean, it it could have come down to four cars there at the end if that hadn't happened. And, and think about it this way: going back to that late round, late incident, Tim going into the pits in that incident, and he still didn't lose that much. I mean, as he stated in the comments, he was trying to race Tom because he was trying to stay on the lead lap. Mm-hmm. But and Tom think about that. Happen. And he had an incident going into the pits, and there was no caution that ever flew after that. Yeah, yeah we had a few last night that probably should have brought out a caution. Nick going onto the side of his, going onto his side, and all of that, but. As we'll talk about in the sportsman, iRacing's finicky with their yellow flags. Yeah, like uh, yeah. IBRL, we saw like 15 self spinners and nothing. I mean, I think some of them were there was like a couple cars got picked up, and I was praying for that caution to come out. I was praying for a whole bunch of cautions on Tuesday night so I can get my laps back. Well, it's been, you know, the series has been a blast. It's been awesome to watch. And I feel like each week the TNT series is getting better and better. Well, I mean, you look at the winners. Becoming more and more fun. Yeah. It, but you have, like you, like we've said earlier, Josh was brought up. I mean, look at last year. I mean, how many races, eight or nine races before a repeat winner happened? We're, we're a couple races in now, and we only have one repeat winner. I mean, we're we're it's showing that, you know, anybody at any given week has the opportunity in the TNT series to go out there and get a win. Absolutely. And the, and the growth, the growth of drivers, we cannot deny the growth of drivers out there. I mean, me and Randy, it's like beating a dead horse every week. We talk about these guys and the growth that's happening. And it's uh, just insane. It's, it's, it's amazing to watch. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah we, uh, it's a blast to call. Uh, was under the weather last night and wasn't able to be there. I watched a little bit on the, the phone. Uh, I drugged myself a little bit with some good sleeping meds and went to bed a lot earlier than I, sh- <laughs> I normally do trying to kick this. Uh, but from what I saw at the beginning of the race, I mean, you guys were juking and jiving. Uh, there was a little bit of wall slap in there at the beginning, a uh, couple laps, uh, well, a few people scraping it. But uh, other than that, I mean, uh, ARCA cars are a blast to drive. Uh, you can't be aggressive too much at Daytona, but you can use that little bit of air bubble that it gives you to make it work. But I was proud to see the outside line work. You know, uh, it, you know, it reminds me, you know, the old cup package where you can get two cars, three cars hooked up. doesn't matter how many cars are on the bottom line. You can get two cars to push you to the front, you know? Yeah. And, and we found out during practice uh, that the outside line was the preferred line to be in. Uh, we had seen it over and over. And actually, I mean, early on in the race, we're like, like, if we're going to finish it, and to finish this race, we need to make sure we're on the outside line because the outside line wins. Um, but we we just never had an opportunity to get up there. I mean, uh, like we'd possibly be able to get one or two people up there, but it was it was difficult to get the entire team up there, which I, I certainly think that's not it's certainly possible to get the entire team of, of once up there. We had yeah. a few moments that we thought about, I thought about, but didn't bring up to the team just because I didn't want to get have Carl just sit there and say I was abandoning everybody. Uh, I was thinking about just going up, let Cody take the front on the inside, me take the outside, and just control both lines. 
But well, and, that, and that was multiple times that I had called that, that there was that look you would see you go up in front of the Endeavor cars. And it was, hey, they're about to try to control both lines. And then, but I also made the mention too, multiple times, this isn't time to do that. This is this is too early because eventually what they're ultimately going to do is the Endeavor guys are going to get tired of you being in front of them. They're going to shuffle you into the middle line and you're going to the back. Well, you that was more gamesmanship to slow down the line, their runs, just so we had enough space to be able to do that. So I, w- I want to point out, just just to be clear, uh, the stuff I picked on you before about uh, uh, jumping out of lines, like when it's just been me and you, and you're like, hey, Carl, come help push me to the, uh, you know, get, let's get to the front. <laughs> and I push you to the front, you just drop down to the bottom line, I'm there by myself, and I drop down <laughs> to the front. Um, but, um, Sucker. You know, I didn't do that in practice this week. Well, that's fair. Right? That's a- well, I was, what's that going to do you? Because actually, now that you just mentioned next week, uh, or this week, New Smyrna. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, Randy. That's one of your favorite tracks. New Smyrna is actually my home track. I uh, was a track announcer there for uh, four years, so that's my home track. I know that track like the back of my hand. Well, so can you teach me how to run it? Uh, <laughs> you know left. what? When when I re- uh, was a track announcer at New Smyrna, the track was a different pay. It was actually it wasn't. What is it? I guess it's concrete now. It was asphalt back then, or it was opposite. I can't remember. It's been repaved since I was out there, and the banking is a little different too. So, can't help you. I only ran around there actually in a modified car. I ran mo- uh, a modified car out there uh, just a couple times, and uh, I didn't run any races. I ran a couple bomber cars, but that's about it. So, but nothing major. And this is a very short track oh yes um so it's gonna be quick what y'all think i mean who advantage who in this what what do do you guys think oh i think well i think from my perspective it's it's josh i mean he has uh dominated well you know outside of uh sean hayes he has dominated short tracks um you know i think sean carmody's is one of this factor as well but 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 I am going to have the uh, long line AOLL uh, uh, breaks. The, the what are they? The TLCMs? Is that what they are? Uh, yeah, they'll be showing uh, up tomorrow. Yeah, I, they arrive tomorrow. So I will. I'm just saying, like I saw Josh last season, and he um, was pretty mediocre. And then, or last year was pretty <laughs> mediocre. And then um, he got those pedals, and suddenly he was. It's the magic uh, that I put on him. So I put the magic two of them. I I lend them to Larry. Larry gave them to Josh. And Josh has now given them to Carl. So it's been through everybody in this booth here except for Randy. Well, I, I, Larry well, that's just because we. Them. That's just because we sent Randy some V threes. Well, well, yeah, I really appreciate it too. I mean, well, let's just pedals I had before. Let's just difference. Let's just point out only so many guys have really done well with those TLCMs. So. I was not one of them. <laughs> I'm glad there was clarification. It, it, took, it took me getting these V3s to get that third play. <laughs> and Sorry, you can't goodness, claim goodness. that one anymore. <laughs> I'll claim it to the day I die. <laughs> hey, so, all right, so TNT, man. Uh, New Smyrna, give me some love here. Who, who do we got? Who we start with, Adam? I, dealer's Adam. choice. Now I'll let y'all shoot. 
Uh, we're going to New Smyrna, so I'm going to go. Uh, New Smyrna. Uh, I'm going to go with Cody because uh, Cody and his uh, family have ties to that track as well. So I think he knows that track probably a little bit more than the most, uh, both in real life. So I'm going to go with my teammate, Cody. And then uh, so we got Joe out there. Nick said he's out on an assignment tonight and he is not going to make it. He's uh, hunting for the wildebeests out there. He's trying to find a Sasquatch. That's uh, what he's up to tonight. It's a cheetah club. <laughs> the wildebeest. You know that sign out front that says 25 good-looking girls, one ugly one? The wildebeest. <laughs> <laughs> That's where Nick's at. <laughs> All right, Carl, go for it. Yeah. Um, I already said Josh, so I'm going to stick with Josh. I mean, I, I, I haven't seen anyone that compete with him consistently on a track that has a lot of braking. But he just got his new V3, so he's kind of figured that. Learning yeah, curve. no, that's, uh, I, yeah. I, I think what's going to happen is he's going to try, because I haven't paid him for the other pedals yet, so I think what's going to happen, he's going to try those out like tomorrow, and if they're not suiting him, he's going to demand that I ship back his uh, original <laughs> pedals. But uh, I He will if you beat him. Yeah, I think yeah, I think Josh is going to figure it out. He'll be fine. He's going to win this race. We got Anthony Skrill out there saying that that's it. New Smyrna's his home track too, since he's down there, a resident of Florida. Yep, Florida. Well, you know what? I, I I would pick him, but I picked him several times, and he just like those things. Like, I think he finished second the last time I picked him. So uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, second doesn't cut it. Can't can't do that. I'm not picking you anymore. Until you, until you get a win, I'm not doing it. <laughs> he's gonna get a win too. Watch, watch, watch. Yeah, he's taking yeah. that one. It's gonna yeah. be a spiteful win too. He's gonna send you a message <laughs> after that win. Josh. All right, so just because I don't have to hear it with him not here, I honestly think that this is going to be Nick's showing. Oh, do you think he's a top five car? I think he's a winner. <laughs> I'm also hoping that this makes him practice a ton. So. <laughs> Maybe he can practice. I don't have to hear the complaints about someone coming up into him when they were really like three feet away from him. and It was net code. Oh my God! Hey, um, all right. So I'll, I'll go next. Um, you know, I'm I can't take people that you guys taken. Um, I'm not taking Josh. That was never in my mind. Uh, Carl, I would take you because you got the best nickname in racing with Hot Carl. Um, but I'm not because you suck. Um, I would take Cody. I I, I like your pick on Cody. Um, because. He's shown on those short tracks he's willing to run below that yellow line, and it helped him turn his cars, and he, he's super fast at them. But I think I, I'm going to go with Shrillo, man. I, I'm going to go with Anthony, and I'm going to go there because I, as we've said it multiple times in the broadcast, he's improved week in, week out. He's gotten more patient, but I still do like his aggressiveness, and I think he's willing to push his car to that point. So I'll go with Shrillo. All right, I'm I'm actually going to go with a I'm I'm just for the sentimental pick, Cody because I I know his I knew his dad and his you know they worked for Bobby Blake and Bobby was a great driver. He actually ran the uh, was one of the test drivers or one of the instructors out at the Daytona International Speedway for the Richard Petty driving experience. I cannot stand how many people you know, Randy. Like it bothers me. 
<laughs> sorry sorry but yeah I, I know it's like this 17th degree thing it kind of folds around you the know seven degrees of bike Kevin yeah whatever it is yeah yeah exactly so that's the kind of thing that happens with me so anyways, <laughs> i'm gonna go with cody just because that i maybe it's a sentimental thing i think it would mean a whole lot to him uh just because of his family history and stuff now guys that you know the track is not I don't think it's ever flat at any point. New Smyrna is one of these tracks where it's not flat anywhere. It's got a little bit of bank, you know, everywhere around that track. So uh, just keep that in mind. So Johnny said you get around, Randy. Randy gets around. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. Yeah. I'm a rock star. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? It, it is funny. Um, my wife will say things like, "We we we'll be on the road doing something, doing a guitar show in some podunk town, and somebody will walk in and go." This actually happened. This lady walked up to me and goes, "Hey, I saw you the other night in New Smyrna playing in that bar. Y'all were really good." I went, well, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, hey. So that'll do it for TNT. Uh, we're going to take a quick short break and then we're going to be back with sportsmen. Um, Adam, before you cut this, looks like our next guest is already in the waiting lobby. I was tracking 930. Is he coming in at nine? Yeah, he's coming in for everything. Well, I was tracking 930. Adam said 930 to 10. Is he is he showing up early? That'd be awesome. I, yeah, I, he's. Yeah, I think it he looks like uh, we we lost a guest out tonight. I think he's going to hop in and uh, fill in for the guest spot that we, not really for TNT, but just uh, since we didn't get a 30-minute guest spot, we're going to have an hour's nah, work. That's, that's awesome, man. That's that's cool. It's uh, that rocking. So uh, let's take this short break, and we'll be back after this. The AOLL Racing League began racing in the early 90s. Racing and has grown over the decades now racing on the iRacing platform. The AOLL has three divisions. The TNT Series Developmental Division for our beginners and those getting back into racing. The Cup Series for our veterans and Class A licensed drivers. The Sportsman Division racing the Gander Outdoor Trucks with drivers from the TNT and Cup Series. You can catch all of the AOLL action here on Ghostfire Media. all right and we're back sorry uh, you know you just did the countdown but i'm still a little shocked at what randy just did so uh <laughs> what goes on behind the scenes of the Yo, commercial I, breaks I, are awesome you guys uh, real it. quick real quick hey before we bring in our next guest randy uh you or gene simmons what do you mean me or gene simmons i, I mean you get around so you or gene simmons who gets around more Oh, Gene's done way more women than I have. Oh, okay. <laughs> but what about men, Randy? What about men? <laughs> I, 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 Are you no, like the village bicycle? My my uh, my trail only swings one way. <laughs> okay, just just checking, man. Yeah, no. So we're getting ready to make that switch here um, to the Sportsman Series. The guest of honor tonight is going to be our very own. Randy Pepper. We're going to discuss a lot with him. Uh, best finish so far. But we're going to bring in our next guest. He's going to join us for the Sportsman as well as the Cup Series. So without further ado, let's bring in our friendly neighbor from the north, Mr. Andrew Burgess. Andrew, how are you doing tonight? 
There he is. May I suggest the sausage? <laughs> That's awesome. I can, we can't hear you, man. Oh, still ain't got you, brother. Fuck. I don't. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna need you to fix this because I I gotta hear this shirt. This is hilarious, and his beer right up underneath it. It's priceless. Hey, have, let's call Mike and have him fix it for him. <laughs> We're having some uh, technical difficulties here with our friendly neighbor from the north. Maybe I'm taking this maybe, opportunity maybe. to get goldfish. Say something, Andrew. Hey, how are we now? There, there we right, go. Uh, I was on push to talk. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, welcome. Uh, real quick, as always, new guest. Let's uh, get your number, get who you are, and uh, what you drive, what, what series. All right. I'll run number 77 in the uh, Sportsman and Cup Series. Uh, what else you want to know? <laughs> well, <laughs> also the AOL's newest admin, uh, replacing the man to his left, at least my left in the Hollywood Squares. I don't know yeah. about the guy that's actually broadcasting this, but uh, Adam Wood. Yeah, big shoes to fill there. Yeah, big clown shoes. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome, man. Um, so <clears throat> we're jumping into the truck series here. Um, I got to say the, the truck race, Bristol... Uh, nightmare nightmare let's see here i i, I gotta I'm, look I'm, here I'm, I'm pissed i missed it not feeling the best and but i'm glad i also didn't run it because uh, every time whenever i went back to look at it it was like under caution oh hey let me go back and check see how it's going caution we we ran 48 laps of caution yeah, so yeah, did you really run that lap, that many laps. Yeah, it, really? I, 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 honest to God, I think I only went once where I checked on it. It was green flag running. It, the rest of them, every time I looked, it was underneath caution. I was like, I'm kind of glad I did race, but it, it's one of my favorite tracks. Well, I, I don't want to bring up where you finished, Andrew, because well, that wasn't very good one. We won't bring that up. In front of me. We we, <laughs> we we will we will talk about you you're finishing the cup though. Um but Randy Randy, yeah. who the F are you, buddy? Uh I'm, you know, I, I'm Randy Pepper. I'm the owner of the guitar addict, 672 and a half for Ridgewood Avenue, just with the and beautiful Daytona Beach. I'm the guitar player for Psychoustic. I was a former artist that uh, recording artist with Einstein Zatica. You can check it out. Spotify, iTunes, all that good stuff. I, I, that's him, that's well, the question I just told you. I gave him all my mojo for the week, so he went out there and uh, put an awesome run. Every time I looked, he was always up front. No, so, I no, I did fall all the way back to the back to the back. I did have to go completely from last all the way up to where I ended up. And and a fifth place finish from you, man, which was just remarkable. That was. That's what I did. You I get clapped. one clap. I yeah. No, <laughs> it's. <laughs> yeah all right there you go that's just your one jackie chan so, i, I want to hear from the guys that raced um start with randy randy um how was the race and, and i'm assuming challenging i'm expecting everybody to say that was a challenging race i mean bristol's uh, uh the thunderdome it's a it's an itch of a track, right? So, how was the race, and and what was the, the the challenges to it? The thing about Bristol is the hardest thing for me is 
I'm used to riding Bristol years ago when we ran it in the, even the Arca cars or, you know, the uh, Arca Sim racing or in the original Papyrus. The line was always down to the bottom. I had to relearn my line to run up higher on the track. I'd been practicing that whole thing during the uh, the race, trying to figure out how I was going to get around the top side of the track. It did not click until probably, I don't know, probably, I don't know, 40 miles into the race at least. You know, otherwise, it, you know, if I hadn't had good people to watch in front of me, I wouldn't. I give credit whoever was, I was running behind. So it's kind of like uh, you at uh, Nash was it Nashville or Nashville? Couple, yeah, yeah. It took yeah, you to, yeah, it took you uh, forever, and then once you did figure it out, you were as fast as the leaders. But you I think it was going You were just uh, fast at the wrong part of the time, and it was already caught down a lap. Yep. I sorry, real quick before we go to the next guy, I can't stop laughing at your shirt, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I look at it, I I can't stop. It's normally our language, but tonight it's that shirt that gets us the (laughs) high level rating. Yeah, we have enough that the word Vienna, so it's all good. (laughs) I'm gonna go off off topic for just one second because his t shirt, uh, we have a lady during bike week that has a uh, she wears a, a half top and then right underneath the top between her skin and her skirt says boner garage with a narrow <laughs> down. <laughs> oh my god. There it is. Well I, I just want to point out one thing also regarding his shirt. Um I don't know how it is on everybody else's screen, but the arrow uh or the, the finger pointing down is pointing at Larry. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. yes it is. That's how it looks like. So so if if if, if I'm gonna be hot Carl, Larry's gonna be the sausage. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about this, but I, I got to know. Uh, same question for you, Andrew. Bristol, I don't know. That should have been a good race. It was a good setup there. Um, I, I don't know why there were so many yellows. <laughs> uh, really stable setup, but should have been able to go too wide around there. No problem at all. And yeah, I, Just I one know. of those nights. That well, bottom line just wasn't moving. The, the, the biggest issue is I know of at least three cautions, mostly because I caused one of them, was if there was a car stopped on the track, if anybody was going to be going past them, it would throw a yellow. I spun. I had a little bit of an incident, caused, caught it, but literally an hour into using pedals, lost it trying to get back on the front stretch so i was just like you know what i'm gonna park it here on the wall wait for everybody to go by then throw it in reverse and that threw it out and that was the first two as well yeah the first two was a stop car down on the track there and does come <laughs> back to back so let's was let, i was just about i was just about to bring that up yeah david to paris sorry um, guys, my car stopped the- <laughs> You want to talk about just a weird, like, first five laps to call, you know, ten laps to call. When that when a caution comes out and we click on the on the incident and it's just a car pulling over, right? And then we're like, oh, well, all right, that was the first one. Okay, we're good. We're back to racing. And then it happens again. And I click it and Carl goes, I think that's the same video as before. And I was like, no, 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 no. The traffic's going by. This is a different video. <laughs> 
I, I legit thought the software was broken. Like, I was like, <laughs> we need to get a refund on this because it's showing us the same crap over and over. <laughs> it was wild, man. That was, uh, it was different. But, I mean, when you think of Bristol, we think of a lot of incidents. We think of a lot of wrecks, right? I mean, that's generally Bristol in, in the in a nutshell, period. I mean, that's what, that's what everybody wants to go to Bristol for. So, just being the announcer, being a fan, I felt like I got my money's worth after the two initial cautions, right? I mean, those weren't yeah, like uh, yeah, actual yeah. cautions, though, for Rex. That was just a. I mean, it was still a caution. That was some random guy stopping. <laughs> yeah, and 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 I heard he got booted from the server. Not like a not talking crap about the man, but I heard he got booted from the server. Like and that. <laughs> it was like I'm like I look and, and and like we're not putting up with that crap. <laughs> He's gone. What the hell? Yeah, Johnny like, pulled the trigger pretty quick on that. <laughs> like, I'm not putting up with that crap. <laughs> Absolutely epic, man. That was insane. But oh, I, at least we you know, know we don't want to do that. I mean, you know, I, as much as I'd like to say we had a different winner, the alien, he was back. Um, so, but. So- so, Randy, could you guys actually run the bottom though? The pa- was it a passing lane? Is it was it a dive bomb thing, or you just want to hug the outside line and try outside to get line. The, try to get the totally outside? Out- yeah, you know that last uh, restart we had, we had th- I had three restarts there at the end because the cautions kept coming out there towards the end, and I had a uh, clean bill. He was uh, either he would start on the outside of me or the inside. That's first sucks. time he starts on the outside of me, and I, I just couldn't do anything with him. I, he just took off and left me. I said, well, I'm going to finish six, and that's the way it's going to be. Then he got stuck on the inside the next time, um, I think because Joe got around us. And then uh, I started on the outside with him. The first time I told Cody on the, on the thing, Cody, watch out because I'm missing my uh, getting out of second into third. So if I'm slow, I'm sorry. You're going to have to watch out. And I was. That first time I was slow, that last time I said, uh-uh, I'm making this thing work, and I'm going to get around Klingbill because, you know, I, I just got to get around him. And I was so worried getting around him because I noticed the last time he was kind of loose going into turn number one. I was like, he's going to drift up. He's going to take me out. I'm going to end up last again. I know it's going to happen. This is the way my luck works. And luckily, he kept it straight, and I was able to get around him and finish fifth. But uh, it was that outside line was what it worked. The inside line was it was a dog. Did you feel the same way, Andrew? Oh, absolutely. You got to be quite a bit faster than someone to get around him on the inside. And even on the outside, you couldn't cut it down enough to get that drive off. So when you were side by side, you're usually there for a while. Yeah, I no. guess with Ed on Monday night, I mean, I think we had a good, like, five, ten lap battle side by side. We were basically on the same uh, higher scheme of practice. And, yeah, I, I couldn't make it edgewise on, on the you know, inside, and he couldn't pass me on the outside, and we just kept battling. And then finally, I think uh, he gave up just a little bit, and then from there I was able to pull away from him. But, yeah, I was just trying to see what you guys take during an actual race. Well, I feel like, so Joe, man, I guess he's calling you guys slow because he said he could pass on the bottom all day long. You just had to be fast. Well, I think he's more just calling Johnny out there. (laughs) (laughs) 
It, it would have been interesting if we get some longer runs and get some tire wear into it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could have ran the whole race on the one set. Yeah, what? but that that's that thing about Bristol, right? I mean, we we expect cautions and cautions we got. So it's Bristol's more of that that sprint race, right? I mean, I, I, does everybody else feel like that? Because that's how I feel. I mean, uh, I've run in quite a few races at Bristol where it stayed green most of the whole entire time. And uh, truck series are usually the best one because you don't have all the torque coming out the corner like you do in the cup series when you run. Because the cup, you, you when the tires start to go away, I mean, it starts to get finicky and loose coming off. Whereas the trucks, uh, you can still put the, put the hammer down coming off the corners throughout the whole entire run. So it seems to be more of a stable setup. Uh, so you shouldn't see as many cautions, in my opinion, compared to running almost half the race underneath caution, if not more, last mm-hmm. night. We had 26 trucks out there. And it really, with something as short as Bristol and as fast as Bristol, I was anticipating. When we were talking pre-race in our group, I called 28 laps of caution. Unfortunately, I was proof, proven horribly wrong. <laughs> but oh, I also wasn't anticipating it throwing flags for people just stopped. Well, I mean, you, you can't anticipate that. So here's what, I, here's what I got for you guys. All right. So we did 105 laps, Bristol. You guys are going to see the lady in black this Wednesday. Is it going to get any better? Mm. Uh, I think it will. I don't think so. Uh, I, I, my my prediction is going to kind of stay the same. One and two is a fast corner. Three and four is lethargic uh, where everybody pushes the limits. One and two is the corner you don't try and pass on. Three and the four is, is the corner people do try and pass on, but rarely can do it cleanly. So, I mean, there's people that can, but a lot of people try to push it. And they try to do it a lot of times trying to go into turn one and middle of one and two. That's where people like to pass for some reason. And that's such a quick corner compared to three and four. You know, you got that slingshot effect in one and two uh, that slides you at the bottom and sends you to the top. And people trying to pass there is going to create cautions. I think if people can take it patient the first few laps, let let it get spaced out. There's lots of room there to, for everyone to spread out, and I think the caution should be a little little less Darlington. <laughs> I like Joe's <laughs> comment. I, I see. I just seen that Joe said my prediction is Blake Rex at Darlington. Yeah. <laughs> are we talking unforced errors, or are we talking maybe a little bit of a? Him just getting the tip. Sorry, guys. I was I was trying to get back up to the track, and I got into Blake. It, it was net code. I promise. The net code. Uh, net code's a good blame, right? I mean, you know. I mean, Justin used I mean, it. Uh, well, yeah. That just Justin's excuse for everything, right? Hey, actually, <clears throat> Andrew, Andrew, you got part of some net code this past week, didn't you? Andrew, Andrew, uh, at, at Dago or Bristol. I can't remember one of the races. It seemed like you had some net code in one of the issues. Uh, I don't think this past week. No, no. I maybe I'm on drugs. <laughs> and we know well, according to the commercial <laughs> during the commercial break. Uh, just saying. That's <laughs> saying, yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean, yeah. I, Darlington. 
I look forward to Darlington. I, me personally, I said, I, I, I love these smaller tracks. I, I love Darlington's iconic in racing period. So I look forward to that race and what you guys can actually do. Now, I think I've, I'm pretty sure I've said this before. Uh, what is what is the mesh between the TNT? We see the TNT normally runs pretty clean here lately. Why the mesh? Is it just not working with the cup guys? Not everybody speak at once. <laughs> Million dollar uh, question. Yeah, it's very dark. Yeah, it's a very uh, it's a hard question to answer. Actually, I mean, I mean, honestly, I just think it. We look at this past week. It was just a tough track with a lot of people on it. Fair enough, but what if I told you you could have the same amount of people in TNT, and I think it's running a lot cleaner. Well, I think yeah, it, I think it also it it comes to the fact of you have a lot of people who want to get to the front, no matter where you're at. And sometimes a, a tougher track with, as in Bristol, smaller corners. Uh, yes, you can go too wide just fine with the track, but you make a mistake because you want to run a higher line to give the, you know, being Curtis, courtesy and not squeezing down on somebody, you give them a higher line or a lower line, you, you drive off skew from what you're used to. You run the risk of hitting that outside wall or clipping the apron and then coming back up and destroying the car above you or below you. So it, it's a little bit different whenever it comes to those type of tracks. Darlington's going to be uh, another track that's going to be like that. Like I said, one and two is a smaller corner uh, than three and four. Three and four is a nice, good bank corner. It just needs to have, in my opinion, it needs to be at least like five foot longer or let us run like the cup cars and a truck series can. They can run that that bottom flat semi-flat apron. It's not it's not flat by all means. I I walked it, so I know it's not flat. It still has a huge a good amount of banking to it. But our the truck series, the Xfinity, the Cup series, nobody can run that banking and make it stick. But the cup the pros can. So that's where I think iRacing needs to change it. It gives another line of uh, either a slide job or another way of passing to give it three and four a little bit more uh, breathing room. So I, I like the little conversation, little sidebar conversation we just had in the comments, right? So Joe had said that uh, <clears throat> speeds are closer and not learning more, so just, you know, running harder in regards to my question. But then Carl, his reply, I feel like everyone should always be learning, though, right? Like, you said no, but I... I, I don't know, man. That just seemed really proper for me. I'm not a very proper person. I wasn't about to say like the way you put it. I would, I would, I would never say that. But typing is different. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so, and, and obviously the conversation's still going. Um, yes and no. I mean, I, it, just to put my input to what you're saying. Yes and no. Um, absolutely. I mean, every guy in the league is still learning. Even the most veteran person is still going to learn something, right? nobody's perfect. Blake's always learning something, right? He's the fastest guy out there right now. And he's still learning something. If he wasn't learning anything, Justin wouldn't be beating him, right? Like Justin wouldn't have a chance against him. He still has stuff to learn, but there's an aspect of a learning curve, right? We're always learning, but where's that learning curve at? Is the learning curve here or is it here? Does that make sense? No, it does. And I, I, I don't want to, that was more of a question than uh, an actual statement. But I, 
I, I do want to point out one thing in that I, I think that, and I don't want to drop us back to TNT or anything, but just real fast, I think you could have a lot of guys out there. You, you even saw it, you know, last season, you know, last year. There were a lot of guys out there who thought I can win every race, and everyone in the field thought that. And we had, I mean, I think there was one race last year we had like something like seventy cautions out of a hundred laps. Um, which was embarrassing. And I think sometimes you just have to kind of acknowledge, like, I'm not the best car tonight. I'm not saying that Joe's not saying that, but I think sometimes there are guys who are like, I'm, I'm going to go push it and get out there and win. And I think uh, TNT's kind of grasped onto the fact that we're some guys are going to run in the back, and that, that's okay. We're going to kind of race amongst each other. I think it's more of people having something to prove. I can agree with that. Actually. So it, when when you look at it is in TNT, you guys look at it as uh, we're, we're racing each other. I give you a little bit. I'll take a little bit, you know. But when you go start going against the cup guys, you start saying, nah, man, I, I can be faster than you. And I'm going to hold this area. I'm not going to give you that little space. And a cup guy's going to try to take that space because at the end of the day, it's what they do, right? Like. You well, know, the I, difference is, is that we expect you, if a guy's going to take a little bit of room, we expect you to be able to, to, to give us that room. And then you're going to have to hold your line because well, at the end of the day, what's always preached, we have to make the safe pass, right? The slower, the faster guy has to make the safe pass. Yep. When, when I left TNT, I, cause look, look yeah, yeah. The, the, the guy who was passing has to make the safe pass. But that being said, a lot of times you try to hold them off. You, it's kind of what I've said before. You may be in the right, but you're still wrecked. Um, and I was running 10th in truck series when I stopped. Uh, you know, 10th, 10th in standings when I stopped uh, racing, started broadcasting for truck series. And that wasn't because I was running up front or anything. I don't think I had a single top five uh, all season. It was because I was, I, was, I was lifting and let people pass me because I knew that there were so many people out there that I could not uh, beat. Like, I, I, I don't think it was I don't think I am one of the ten best drivers in the truck series. I, I think maybe I would fall outside the top fifteen, but I was in the top ten in points because I was letting people go by and not, not racing that hard and, and you know, just trying to get the best finish I could. Well, and words of wisdom from the sausage here. Consistency is key, okay? Consistency is key. Um, with that being said, as we spoke before, Darlington, eighty eight laps. Once around the horn, let's get it. We'll start with Adam. Uh, Darlington, I'm going to go with the man, the myth, the legend of Ed Springer. It's his home track, and uh, I'm going to go with him. He knows that track better than anybody else here. Andrew? Andrew? Who's your pick? Uh, I think I'm going to go with Front Row Joe. Front Row what? Joe. That nickname. I mean, he he did he did almost pull it off last year, and I get the almost, and and, and I get the sausage. I get the sausage. Thanks, <laughs> Carl. All right, so I want to go with someone like Justin Blake because those are the smart picks. But uh, going back to what you said about home track, kind of triggered something for me. Uh, I, I'm a South Carolina guy. I'm not too far from uh, Florence, and uh, uh, so is uh, so is Chris. Uh, I'm picking Chris Oliver uh, for the win. <laughs> I hope he hears that. <laughs> oh, he, he, he's probably going to think that I'm somehow picking on him by picking him. So, <laughs> Okay. Uh, Josh. Josh. 
so my normal pick, I know he's not going to be there because I've actually spotted for Josh Hanner at Darlington and seen just, oh my God, he's amazing at it. I I, I got to go with the obvious answer here. I got to go with Blake. The I woo. Not. Yeah. I'm taking the woo. I've seen this dude run Darlington. And that's my nickname, FYI, Carl. That, that's I give him by Randy, the woo. <laughs> The, the woo. woo, and that came from where? Adam the Woo. He is a uh, that hey, that came from freaking Marshall. No, that was Randy. That was no, all. was it? I thought Marshall yeah. called you no, Woo, and then everybody no. picked up on it. No, no, it's for me. It was because no, when we were we were broadcasting TNT races, he got me confused with a, <laughs> a YouTube channel apparently of somebody yeah, else yeah, named yeah. Adam the Woo. I did it on purpose, dude. Hey, no, here's Joe did more. Said my prediction again: Blake Rex. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Some hate out there for Blake Gordon. Yeah, All right, like Randy. The RDL again. Uh, I'm going to. Oh God, pick this is so yourself, hard. Pick yourself. Pick yourself. No, I'm not picking myself because I no. This is not one of my better tries. Hey, Johnny Downey. Johnny I'm Downey. Using, I'm using different pedal. Uh, I'm using that uh, software that you guys talked about before. Johnny Downey. Johnny Downey. I'm not picking Johnny. I don't think Johnny's that good here. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a joke because he wasn't racing, but damn, shots fired! <laughs> hey, I just don't think he's that good here. Now, I could, I could seriously pick Andrew. I mean, Andrew, I've seen Andrew run this track before. I know he's fast at it, uh, but I, I think I'm going to go with the same pick that Andrew did go with. I'm going with Joe. Well, with that being said, we're going to cut to a short break. When we come back, we're talking cup. This will be a short break. It's time for the Ghost Fire. Hi, it's Pat Patterson, the racing guy. You're listening to the Ghost Fire Media Podcast. One, three, one, three, two. All right. Well, apparently we're back after one, three, two. All right. <laughs> uh, and, and that's what happens when you drink alcohol. You you get a little dyslexic. We're back. Um, no, it's just the way I count. We're gonna, North Carolina math. Fair, fair enough. Go look at the stats. Enough. Fair enough. We are talking cup here. And Talladega. God, I love Talladega. Tal Talladega is fun. I, I loved uh, it for the 99% of that race. You know what? It, it is what it is. All right. Um, Andrew, this is where we get to talk to you, buddy. Heck of a run. Now, if I am thinking correctly, you were fourth. Yeah, fourth. Yep. I ah, see. I just pulled it up too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> great run from you, man. I think that's your highest finish this season. Correct me if I'm wrong again. Yeah, it's first top five this season. Yes. Yeah. Awesome, man. Congratulations on that. Um, first, we're in cup now, so now I can pick my bone with you. <laughs> we're going to go back to week two. We're going back to Daytona Road Course. What did you do to me, running me <laughs> to me as we went into that S corner? 
I don't even remember it. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> Larry does. I have not forgotten about this. You, you right? are so irrelevant to his race. He does not. He just forgot it. I know, that. right? I was Larry. like, consistency is key. And I slowed down. And as I go to turn down, I get slammed by the 77. I was like, fudge. Apparently, you were too slow going into that corner. <laughs> <laughs> it's your fault. That Larry. is the story of Larry's life. But uh, you know what? Fair enough. Fair enough. Hey, but seriously, um, in all seriousness, man, um, Talladega, what a heck of a run by you, man. Uh, awesome run. How did the race feel? How, what what worked for you so well in that race? What was the strategy? What worked for you to, to get that top five? Uh, really, it was the green flag pit stop that got kind of mm -hmm. split the field up a bit there and I happened to be with my teammates, my brother and uh, Tim. So uh, we just kind of worked together from there. Uh, I hate the track, so <laughs> I didn't have much hope for it. So I was surprised with the fourth. Nah, it was it was a killer run, man. Um, obviously, when we go down and we 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 pick guys, we want to pick guys for the show that hasn't been on yet and uh, right now, and and we try to pick people that's got their best finishes, man, and. I, you were a no-brainer for this one. I mean, you know, like I said, top five, and it, it was awesome to see. It's 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 fantastic to see. Who somebody had made mention um, the amount of, I think it was you, Carl, uh, the amount of our friends from the north that we have that actually race yeah. in these series. Um, what what, what is it listener. that supports you? That yeah, I mean, avid listeners. I I know you tell us all the time. You listen to all the the podcasts and everything like that. We know you're a truck driver, yeah. Um, so at least it gives you hopefully you know it gives you something entertaining to listen to in the truck. Yeah, it gives me something to listen to rolling down the highway. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But uh, what has gotten you guys into uh, to the 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 attraction to NASCAR? Jeez, I don't know. Uh, got into it back in the early or mid to late 80s there, I guess. Uh, we never got much NASCAR on TV except for Wild World of Sports there. We get Daytona 500 once a year. Did uh, they not broadcast it when they went to Vancouver. Montreal? No, nah, they didn't go to Montreal back then. So uh, really, I I think I really got into it when Days of Thunder come out there and I went to the movie. And uh, that, that was the movie. That's yeah, they gave uh, free tickets out to this sh local short track here, and so I went to that afterward and seen it live there. That's when I really got hooked into racing. Let's talk about something else here, real quick. Uh, so, I mean, you guys don't realize Andrew's another one of these guys. It's been uh, we've been friends for how long? Since that swinger party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'll tell you about those oh, so we got, guys later we got, we got uh, swinger parties we got one guy getting pudding no how long have we been friends no longer you online friends. you've gotten around <laughs> uh, over 20 years Randy. That's over 20 cool. years and, yeah. and me and him uh we used to uh race just like uh you know our our good buddy tim we'd get done racing and what the hell did we do We'd sit up until about three o'clock in the morning and shoot each other. Yeah, first person shooter is a Rogue Spear or something. I think it was Rogue Spear. Uh, this one I pulled this one up. I just looked. Now, at I, I was about to say. Now you're now you're game. Ghost Recon that you were. Yeah, you were the Rainbow Ghost Six. Recon. Oh, Ghost Recon. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I looked over and I saw that box. And I said, "Hey, look." There's one of my old shooters there. Yeah, so, that so explains this guy, he's been racing a long time, it, uh, and this makes complete sense now. Holy yeah, God. yeah. 
I, you know, I keep waiting for Andrew just to break out because he's another one of those guys like Tim who was so good back in the days. I mean, he, he was just dominant and, and now we're, we get into this iRacing thing and all of us are still trying to figure it out. Well, I think we were 20 years younger than now we got guys like Blake. That's <laughs> the age we were then. Yeah, true. Absolutely. I agree with that too, but I still think we should be <laughs> Andrew faster Andrew has a are. massive winner. That... <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Joe. I think. <laughs> Dear Christ, man! Oh, oh man, that, that's funny. So, uh, man, being uh, this past week though at Talladega, uh, my team uh, first response race, and we worked hand in hand with uh, the two guys from Closed Circuits, uh, Closed Circuits Racing there, and. Uh, Jesus uh, Christ, you can't even see our team name. Yeah. CCR. Uh, Just say CCR. Yeah. Just say yeah. CCR. We had a yeah. blast. Uh, we worked together throughout the whole entire race. Uh, we controlled eight of the ten spots up in the top ten. And uh, we managed the race the way we wanted to. It was awesome. Um, I wish we Didn't get the finish that we wanted. I wish we could have closed it. Uh, well, we did. Person. We did. I know. Yeah. I take that back. The, at the end of the day, sorry to just cut you off real quick, Adam. To, to caveat on that, we did get the result that we wanted because we went, went into that. We said we didn't care what team won. One person from our team was going to win. Now, did we want more guys up there? Yes, but we accomplished the well, goal. If we could have went 150 extra feet before Larry got destroyed, it would have been awesome. We would have <laughs> actually got the like the wonderful finish up front that we were hoping for as, a, as more people were pushing each other at the end from our uh, our teams to uh, be able to go across the finish line. So real quick, uh, Johnny just said that Joe pulled up old stats for you, Andrew, and you had something like 58 wins uh, more than anyone else. Yeah, that was many moons ago. <laughs> yeah, I, That's a good fucking saying. Right? I do. Excuse I do, my uh, F word, but that's a good friggin' saying. Yeah, but uh, one last year and none this year, so it's not like old days, that's for sure. Well, what what is in your mind? What is the the difference? What's causing that? What what are you missing? Just the time at the wheel these days. Not enough time to run a lot of races. That yeah. driving doesn't work for you. Not quite saying no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I just want to point out my dad's a truck driver down here in the states, and every time he goes to Canada. He always, every time I call him, he's cussing you guys. He calls you guys steering wheel holders, not truck drivers. Just going to throw that out there. Um, I, my, <laughs> my, like, dad, wow. my, dad, my dad was a truck driver as well, and he said some things that were very similar. So, <laughs> this one's unopened. So, if anybody is looking for an unopened copy of uh, NASCAR Racing 2003, unopened. Yeah, well, this, is, this is this is a very original. This is uh, open, but it's the original Pyrus NASCAR racing, and then I, I have NASCAR too. Legends. I have that. that I never played. Yeah, I I have actually recently gone back and picked up Papyrus's Indy 500, which is what that. got me started on this. I wow. I, know, and, I gotta like, I gotta know Andrew. Um, I said something the other day. Who's who is the uh, our friends from the North's favorite commentator from GFM? Favorite? Favorite. I don't think we asked Tim this. I, I don't think so, but I also wasn't on the podcast, and I said it like two weeks ago. 
who do I want to piss off here? Hey, just keep in mind, I'm the only person that calls Cup and Trump. So, but I but, used to call Cup. I call Truck, and I call TNT. Yeah, but the TNT doesn't affect. I called all three of them at one point. I'm saying I can cause the most damage. A lot of lobbying <laughs> here. Uh, who's got the most money here? <laughs> that would be Carl. Gonna, I, I think my favorite's when Randy calls the cup racist because then he's not in it. Shot at me and Adam. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got a new target uh, for Sunday. <laughs> uh, we love all you guys for the same. Yeah, how politically oh, oh, correct is that? Uh, just screw around. Oh, oh, oh. I just want to say what Justin just said. Carl doesn't brag about beating people who took provisionals. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's a good point. Fair enough. <laughs> he only took a provisional because he didn't want to race the dirt. <laughs> we all know the real reason why he took that provisional. All right. Fair enough. Um, now, I bet in all seriousness, man. Um, the the finish for you this week was absolutely phenomenal. It's it's great to see you up front, man. Do you feel like you can build off that going into Kansas? Uh, I hope so. I actually like the Kansas track, so maybe I'll try and get some practice in and see what I can do before Sunday. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Did you catch? Sorry, real quick. Did you catch practice Thursday? No, I didn't. No, no. I haven't oh. run a lap. Kansas since last year, I think so. Yeah, so Me it's, a little, it's a little bit different. Uh, you know, the, this new dynamic thing that they've been putting into it for the track, you, you can run anywhere, honestly. I saw it on Tuesday night in a, you know, IVRL, we run, you know, 60, 65% races. So, you know, I got to see where the tire strategy works and where it doesn't work. Um, so instead of it being an outside lane only, type where it was last year you could run the top you can run the middle you can run the bottom you can hook it anywhere it's just about throttle management whenever you do get into it so that's where it's going to be key uh it's loose uh, it's definitely loose it, it's loose if you try to make a move in the corner so if you're like in the higher middle groove and want to drop down low but you're still in the throttle you're going to spin uh, we saw many people try to do that, or it, it's going to try and come around. You're going to have to let up and lose a ton of time. So it's just uh, you're not able to go top to bottom without giving up time to do it. So, Andrew, let me ask you, since Larry's not here, let me ask you some. Um, what do you think is going to be a good time for this, like qualifying and race? Jeez, I got no idea. It's been so long since I read it. <laughs> Maybe Adam will know. He just I mean, Adam, can you, about you, Adam. What's that? Sweet How, what do you think time's going to be like uh, 30, 31, 32? Sorry. It was hard to say. Uh, Tuesday night was a finicky one, and uh, trying to get it right is the key. And uh, it's going to be hard. I mean, everybody's going to vary. Okay. So we'll find out, I guess. So, wait, are we on Kansas? Yeah, we're yeah. talking about Kansas. What oh, times? Wow. Like, what were you know? Maybe pole speed. You know, average speed during the race. It'll be interesting to see. I mean, I, I'm one of those guys that you know, 
I like to run light laps by myself. I don't really want a lot of people on the track. Kind of want to do it on my own. And at the at the exact same time, you don't really know where you stack up. I mean, I could sit there and say, "Hey, Justin, what what's your lap time?" All right, that's your lap. But what's Blake's lap time? What's Joe's lap time? Well, okay, is that their hot lap, or are you guys able to consistently? Right? You know what I mean? Like getting these lap times can be very finicky if you don't know an average. Just right. my opinion. Oh, that, I, that's why I agree. But for the guys that haven't run a lap at all in in this, you know, track, it's got to give you an idea of what you want to try to get out there because so, you know you see guy shows up at the very end, your very beginning, you know, very end of the pr- practice. You know, like we saw last week, a couple guys just showed up with just a couple laps. So here, I, I pulled up IBRL's race results from Tuesday night, and during the race, the fastest fastest time on the track was a thirty. 0.132 and everybody else is kind of underneath a 30.5 blanket there for their fast time so that's where you're probably going to be shooting for your qualifying is a low 30 30 second so anything closer to that that point because i mean 30.132 i mean that's going to be during the race traffic so who knows what what type of thing that hit it and that was done by uh will cannon so our leader of the race he who won like 131 mm-hmm. laps did a 30.149 and his average lap time was uh 37 seconds so i mean we, mm-hmm. your, your times do fall off pretty quickly there it's a brace of track and uh it, it, they do come off uh pretty quickly you, uh, over the long runs that we did i gotta know andrew how you feel man about <laughs> not too bad right now <laughs> but uh, and those bud lights will do that all right <laughs> yeah right that and medication so <laughs> now nah, with that with that race i mean how, how do you feel i do you feel comparable compared to the likes of uh we'll say the, the joe dinsmore or justin anderson or blake gordon or uh randy pepper or... don't put me in that group please <laughs> I'm just looking to crack top five. That that's a good run for me. And and that's that's admirable, right? I mean, it, it's kind of like with what Carl said earlier. If you can, he wasn't even running top fives, but top ten in points, right? Like you hadn't finished any, but just being consistent got you to that top ten, and ultimately we're all fighting for the chase. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my finish kind of been a lot lower this year than it was last year. I don't know why, but. Uh... A lot of bad luck and a lot of stupid mistakes. Like running Larry off the track the second race at Daytona Road Course. No mistake Just there. let it go. <laughs> he, said, let he, go. Said, he, said, he said no mistake there. <laughs> wrecked by your brother. You were just too slow going in. <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that all day long. I'll take that all day long. And, and the schedule coming through, um, Kansas, Darlington, Dover, uh, then we're going to see Coda uh, week off, Charlotte, Texas. Uh, what, what in, in your opinion, what, what are your favorite tracks? Are we talking mile and a half, super speedways? Do you like the short tracks? What, uh, what makes said you... He doesn't like super speedways. I All right. So... Speedways. Uh, I really used to love short tracks. I used to be really good on those, but uh, I still love them, but not as good on them anymore. But uh, So short tracks and road courses are a lot of fun. I enjoy those, so. Look forward to Coda. I haven't run it yet, but it should be fun. Yeah, I mean, I, I have to agree with you on that. I mean, it, 
I, me personally, I love that different style track, right? I mean, you know, the road courses. I love Bristol Dirt. Bristol Dirt was just something that you don't see very often, you know, and that little that little difference is fantastic of just what the normal mile and a half super speedways and short track racing is. You just love it because you got third. Well, no, I just like dirt racing. <laughs> but yes, the third place helped. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you know what I'm saying. I'm going to be depressed because I, w- I probably won't be able to race uh, at Dover. I'm looking at the schedule at Dover. I'm actually at Flagler Tavern that night. So yeah, I'm going to miss some um, races in June. I'm going to fly back to the house in North Carolina, pick up the family, drive it back out here to Texas so they can stay out here with me. So I'll miss some, uh, some wonderful race times. I think I'll miss uh, almost two races in every series I run. Mm. I was hoping I was going to miss this uh, this Austin track. This was the one that I was really hoping to miss. So, But unfortunately, no. I'll... The fact that you're trying to miss races, Randy, depresses me, but you're on my team, so it's okay. Hey, no, I'm just, the reason I said it's a road course, and I don't want to wreck anybody. I've already given the tip to a few guys in road courses. I don't want to give you more tips to anybody. I don't know. Randy, we can trade positions that weekend. I'll run for Randy Pepper, and you can hang out with Carl in the booth. (laughs) I would be more than happy to do that. Trust me. I would, I hate road courses i don't know. And I, I, I i do have a, i do have a serious question though what 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 to that uh andrew what why does the league not look at letting kind of like nascar used to where you let the ringers come in she's i don't know never really been brought up before but uh you know we just want to keep the regular guys in each series cool. everyone's everyone's comfortable knows how everyone races and especially where it's a Friends racing friends league, so not about yeah. Winning. But I mean, and, and I and I and I bring that up, and, and I say that because I mean it would bring out a more diverse crowd and keep the races fuller for these tracks that these some guys that don't want to race, whether it be the road courses, dirt, or something like that. Well, I, I just, I just want to say one thing about the NASCAR thing. There is with the road course ringers that would come out. That was primarily for uh, team points, which uh, you know, to, you know that, that that's why you don't really see the ringers anymore. Um, mm. It wouldn't really make much sense here because it'd be just like an individual missing. But we, race. but we, but we do have team championships. That's true. You got to remember point. that 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 is an aspect to the league. So there is some sort of aspect to it. Now, like Joe said, it was a great answer. You know, great answer, Andrew. But it's just something that I've always wondered, like, you know, I mean, I I know that there was a massive hoopla just in FRR's chat when it when it came to the dirt course and guys not wanting to run dirt. These aren't cars aren't meant to run dirt. Well, NASCAR's running dirt. What does not matter? These these aren't meant to run dirt. Yeah, I know we talked about it in the min chat there, too, whether to to run it as dirt or I think my my whole I think my whole concern was is the fact that it was just released like Coda. Coda has been out for five, six, seven weeks now. You've had plenty of opportunity to change it, and they haven't changed the setup. It was only out for like a week and a half, and within that week and a half, they went from a a badass setup to a shitty setup. And that's where I was saying it just didn't have that time to mature enough to be 
stable enough to run. That's where I was trying to point out well, on the aspect versus like Coda. I loved it. I personally loved the the dirt track. I if I didn't have the incidents on both Tuesday and Sunday night, I would have been up front uh, vying for a win on both of them. I wanted well, to run it. Uh, real quick, hold on, hold on, hold on, real quick. I wasn't trying to direct that at you, Adam. I, if I mentioned no names in no, that. No, I, I, all right, I, I'm all just right. saying that Go ahead. I, I, Go ahead. I was a part of the FR chat, so I'm a team member. So I'm just answering, you know, my, the, the other side of the coin to people not wanting to run it and the reasoning why behind it. I wanted to run it. I loved it. You know, I found the groove. It worked for me, and I wanted to run it. But I understand other people's thoughts of why, not just because they don't want to run it because it's dirt, but the whole eye racing just threw it out there and then fucked the whole setup. Well, a lot of guys were bitching because it was dirt, but go ahead, Carl. So I was just going to ask, I mean, you know, there's a lot of people that are, you know, I mean, I've heard it as well, like, you know, people complain because, you know, these cars aren't meant to run on dirt or they're not meant to run on, on a road course, which, which I mean, is, is accurate. Uh, but if, if my question is kind of an open question, if everybody's running on, you know, an equal playing field, uh, you know, it's, it's, everybody's having to deal with it uh what's exactly why, why is there a problem with that exactly i carl and that was my biggest argument through everything when it comes to dirt when it comes to road courses you're not dealing with it alone this isn't a disadvantage to one person this is something we all have to adapt to right so either a you go to the challenge or you come up with an excuse why you don't want to do this and and, and that was my fight through the whole thing it's not Hey, well, iRacing is putting you at a disadvantage. It's putting the league as a whole as a disadvantage, right? But at the end of the day, we're going to see Cup guys do this. Let's freaking do this. I mean, they ran it in iRacing too, they also, right? They get they get they get paid millions. I, I don't. They they have to be there. <laughs> well, you know, announcer announcers get paid a lot of money to do what they yeah. do too. And I haven't seen a GFM, uh, you know, check here on my desk yet. Well, I mean, we, it's, it's, it's gone into restream. Don't worry, buddy. <laughs> Um, Restream and SDK. Yeah. Um, right, in, T right. in TNT, when we were originally going to run uh, Street Stocks before we had to switch to Arca, I mean, th there was talk about us running a, a dirt course. And I, I would have probably finished last on a dirt course. Um, but I enjoy seeing like people um, like your Larry Patrick's of the world who don't uh, run well uh, at other courses. Uh, but can finish third on the uh, dirt course. Uh, I finished so fifth at Daytona, Bowl. <laughs> Uh, but so Larry has two top fives this yeah. season. <laughs> it, it, Larry the sausage Patrick. Um, it's <laughs> seeing, it's fun seeing people who don't spicy run sausage. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I think it's a great spicy. change of pace. More, and you're gonna see the usual suspects in those situations rise to the top. But at the same time. If you see it on the schedule and you're in a points race for the entire season, yeah, you're going to put in the time to make sure at least you're mitigating the damage. Well, and you know, like like in TNT, like if we were to run a dirt race there, what if we find out that David Wright is like an incredible uh, dirt racer, or or, or 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 you know Tom Stevens, you know, there could be someone that's lurking in the back that might be really good at dirt, and I mean that's what we got to discover with with the uh, Cup Series running there. There, DW there was... Wright will get a win by the end of this season. I can I, agree with that. Yep. Calling it here now. I think I think it'll be Talladega. He actually ran pretty well last night. Uh, yeah, last night. 
I think there's somebody within the AOL. I can't remember who it is that actually runs figure eight. I can't remember seeing it. I, Uh, I, it was when somebody joined in the past few months. I can't remember who it is, but they get the big cojones trophy for me because I'm not brave enough for that. That's also probably the richest person because they have to repair their damn car after that. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't we actually run in the off season? We ran some figure eight races. I know I ran in one or two of them. Yeah, that was a fun race, and it was probably one of the most fun fun races we've had. We should do another. Hilarious. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Andrew, we have to join us for that one. Figure eight and dirt. <laughs> oh, if yeah. they had it, that would be great. If, be if, that, if that's happening, I'm down. In, in yeah. monster trucks, I, I want to be able to crush some other cars. Nah, man, I, I want the carnage. Let's everybody cars, cars. That would be fantastic. You do the stadium trucks. You yeah, hey? So I know this is veering. How many of you guys have actually run the stadium trucks in iRacing? Oh, man, it's a blast. Not. I actually had a lot of fun. Them. I it's, like them. I, I, Andrew? Need to, I need to purchase some of the actual full-length tracks and start working my way up. They're fun. I got I my D-class just because of trucks. You tried yeah. it once? Tried it once, yeah. Didn't like it? Uh, it was the low pirate ones, and I forget. It was a track you needed a handbrake, and I didn't have nothing set up for a handbrake. So oh, man, you don't need no handbrake. Throw that, throw that bad boy. Pop that clutch, man. Good to go. That I tell you what, man, them stadium trucks are an absolute blast. They're, that is, that is some. I think actually, and you know, and he's listening right now, so I'm gonna call this out. Uh, me and Johnny Downey got into an official race together, and I spanked him <laughs> in the trophy truck. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna call that out right now. I got a win in um, one of them. I think it was at the Daytona one. I, I've, I've gotten a win in one of them, and it was guy. Daytona that I, I do believe I just beat the ever loving P out of him. Use your clutch as a handbrake. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying, Joe. Yeah, you gotta put you gotta push that clutch in, man. Rev that motor and just pop that clutch, and it is, it's a blast. But anyways, we deterred from Cup. Went to truck. Right. <laughs> let, let, let's go ahead and talk Kansas. Where ooh. Kansas? Uh, Do we need to go around? Uh, we'll start with Randy. Well, the bottom, huh? Yeah. Well, start. He likes top. being on bottom. Ooh, Kansas. I'm going to go with Josh Hanner. Ooh. Ooh. Hey, real quick before I throw my pick out there, Johnny said, oh, dang, I got taken out by another truck. You're going to say he spanked me. Johnny, uh, <laughs> you call a moose a moose. You call a deer a deer, man. And guess what? You got spanked, buddy. And most people um, just say a spade a spade, but it's cool. You just said weird, some weird terminology there. We got our friendly friends from the north, man. I'm gonna throw it out there. Um, Kansas, huh? Marshall Hall. That's a solid. If he shows up, yes, Mr. MIA. That you know, he is one of the flakiest people, but that dude is super. Former teammate, super fast when he shows up. He loves the mile and a half. He does too, man. And if he practices, by the way, it's sensing not to practice and complain about the setup. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Josh, go ahead, man. All right, 
just because I'm doing it until I finally get it right. Mr. Steve Gottschalk. Steve, if you're listening out there, I'm going to need you to give this man one. Good pick. Yeah. That's that's a great pick. Uh, Steve finished uh, fourth at Kansas last year. Um, I'm going to pick the person who finished third at Kansas last year and also had the fastest lap of the race. I'm going with Justin Anderson. Andrew? I got a couple predictions for this race. Ooh, I, I like this. Let's hear it. I'm going to go four cautions. Ooh. What? Blake Rex off the nose of Joe. <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh! I love oh, it. Hey, hey, the, the, the crap talking early. I love right. it. Right. Uh, I got to agree with Josh, Steve Goshaw. Yeah. I'm going to go with his teammate, uh, Dan Shirley. Dan Shirley's uh, been up there, just hasn't had the good finish that he needed to. But uh, I think he's going to pull it off this week. It's been two weeks in a row. We've got to talk to him afterwards. I I won't disagree that I want to see it happen too. Great guy. I wouldn't mind seeing it myself. Well, I think that about does it here, man. Uh, that was uh good picks. Solid show. Mr. Pepper. All right, folks. Thanks for uh, watching tonight. Don't, forget you can uh, if you want to listen to back to any part of the uh, show you can either watch it on youtube once again or uh, twitch or you can listen to it in your car on spotify it'll be up on in about an hour or so and you can listen back tomorrow as you're on your way to the beach as i am so from the whole ghost fire media crew and andrew up there watching <laughs> from honorary the member honorary <laughs> member <laughs> From the Great White North. Uh, we're out of here. Thanks for watching the Ghostfire Media Podcast. We'll see you again at the track starting Tuesday night with the IVRL. Really Sunday quick. Night. Really quick. Oh, hey, Sunday yeah, night. Sunday evening. night's first. Really quick. Mikey Keller, thanks for the love, man. 95, 45, 25. What's that? I said Mikey Keller giving love to the 95, 45. What? 25. Should I tell you who the drivers were for that? He, he had to put in 25 you're, the third time. You're not put one of them. You weren't the first You're not two. one of them. Where's the 12? <laughs> you're, you're not one of them. <laughs> where's the 77? Yeah, where's the 77? You know, hey, I'll tell you what. Hey, Andrew Burgess, he deserves that. <laughs> Actually, yeah, Andrew, <laughs> most wins of anybody. Most wins. Uh, and so, and real and again, real quick, Johnny Downey, pee off, man. <laughs> hey guys, he said, he said Larry will wreck out Sunday. Pee off. Oh my! He's all right, guys, probably not wrong. Sorry, Larry. From all the Ghostfire crew, hey, thanks for watching and listening, and we'll see you next time. So long from the Sunshine State. Hi, it's Pat Patterson, the racing guy. You're listening to the Ghostfire Media Podcast.